0: Welcome back everybody. Free NFL bets. My name is Eric. Coming off a really strong week four. I'm really back in the groove, really feeling great about my system. I've put into place now for a year and a quarter of a a season. So about 24 weeks and I feel like I have a great system in place, ready to go for week five. If this is your first time listening to the podcast or watching me on YouTube? Please make sure to follow me on Twitter at freeNFLbets. That way you get all of my plays when I tweet when I bet them, I tweet them immediately. So you'll get the best line, the line that I'm getting. Follow me on Twitter at freeNFLbets so that you get the best line and make the most money with me. All right. And also Getting into the show and everything, I'm going to kind of outline what I'm going to be doing for all the first-time listeners. I know we got a lot of new listeners every single week because I'm winning. It's great. It's awesome. Uh, So I'll recap last week's plays. Then I'll jump right into this week's plays. So the recap will be very brief, maybe four or five minutes. So be patient. Wait through through the, the recap and then we'll get to the good bets for this week. <clears throat> okay. All right, guys. Let's just get into it. Enough of that, right? Enough of that. All right. So week four, let's recap it. Uh, I had four prop plays. First prop was Mike Gesicki, tight end for Miami, over two and a half receptions. I took a lot of juice on this one, minus 145. I even said play over three and a half. He finished with six receptions. But, guys, I was nervous with this one, man. Man, he only had, I think he only had one reception in the first half. He might have have had zero receptions in the first half. The game script was perfect, and I don't know why they didn't get him involved in the first half. Anyways, he got to six receptions. He got there easily. Mike Gusecki, easy cash over two and a half receptions. Next play was DeAndre Swift over four-and-a-half receptions, plus 110. Um, He ended up with four, so we got hooked. And he had the looks. I think he had six targets, and the game script was perfect. They couldn't run the ball on Chicago. Actually, uh, Jamal Williams was running the ball pretty well on him, actually. Um or or moderate moderately well, but DeAndre Swift, I don't know, if it was groin because I know he was questionable with his groin all week. But they didn't really look his way a ton. But they did look to, look his way enough. They looked his way enough, and the game script was perfect. Perfect. They were down the entire game, and he got four. That was plus one ten. Really wanted to hit that one. Um, kind of took a chance on that. Didn't pan out. Next play was Jacoby Myers over five and a half receptions, minus 105 on DraftKings. This one cashed the way it it should have. I mean, it wasn't super easy, but he had a ton of looks. Um, He ended up with seven receptions. It looked like he was going to go out of the game in the second quarter or third quarter. I forget which quarter it was, but. Uh, he kind of hurt himself falling to the ground on that wet turf in Foxborough, and I thought he was done for the game. That would have made me really sad. But he didn't. He powered through, got the receptions. Great deal. We cashed that one as well. Next one was one unit, Kadarius Tony, over two and a half receptions. He's the wide receiver for the Giants. Guys, this one was easy money. I knew this one was going to hit. Knew it. And... I don't know. I don't know why I get so uh, nervous or afraid to put more than one unit on these plays, right? Just knowing my gut that, hey, this one's going to hit. I mean, Sterling Shepard was out last week against the Saints. And if you know anything about Daniel Jones this season, at least this season, I don't know about last season. I didn't pay that close attention. He loves throwing to the slot wide receivers. And especially the slot wide receivers that get open, who can shake free and create separation. Both Kadarius Tony and Sterling Shepard create separation, and they get open for Daniel Jones. Easy throws for Daniel Jones. Um, he had six receptions that game. I mean, I think he, I think this one cashed in the first half. This was minus 130 on FanDuel. That one cashed easily. So three out of four winners for the props last week. Uh man, I wish they all cash that easily. So, okay, so let's go to the spread and teasers. Man, guys, you've been following me the first couple of weeks. I've been playing these minus two teasers because I don't like the juice, right? I, don't, I try not to play a lot of juice. I really don't. I don't want to play anything above 120. Honestly, I really don't want to play anything above 120. Unless, if I'm playing anything above 120, that means I feel super confident about it. That means I feel great about it. Um, So, yeah, I try not to. I mean, for these two-team teasers, I might consider going up to 125 juice. I might just so I can get minus one-and-a-half off instead of this minus two. Because, man, pushing these minus twos are not fun, guys. I mean, in my book, I'm winning a little bit of the money back um, if it pushes, if one of the plays pushes and the other one wins. So I am getting a little bit of money back. So check your books to see if you get money back on that. Anyways, the play was Kansas City minus two. Tampa Bay minus two, Tampa Bay one by two. Kansas City blew out the Eagles, kind of blew out the Eagles. It took them to the fourth quarter to blow them out. They blew them out. So that one pushed. I'll count it as a push on my season uh, record. And the next play was uh, one unit, uh, the New New York Giants, New Orleans under 52 and a half. That one got a little scary, went into overtime. I'm sorry, it's a three-team teaser. Sorry, so let me finish up with it. New York Jets and Tennessee under 55-and-a-half. And then Kansas City plus three and a half. That was minus 112 on MGM. So the Giants and New Orleans went to overtime. That was a little bit scary, but it still ended 52-and-a-half. I think the total was 27-21, so 48 points. That one cleared. And then the one that was very scary was the New York Jets and the Tennessee Titans under 55-and-a-half. Guys, this was stone cold under. All the way. All the way. And then over time, Jets are on the one-yard line, could score, end the game. They kick the field goal instead because they, I don't know, they just couldn't get in. It's 27-24. Tennessee's driving. They go down to kick the field goal to tie it, to basically create a tie, and that would end the game. But anyways, for our bet, it would be over because um, maybe it wasn't 27 because now my math is that would still be 54 so maybe, maybe, I don't know, guys. Anyways, I thought I was going to go over. It stayed under in overtime. So both of our games under were in overtime, stayed under. Good there. Kansas City plus three and a half. Come on, that's cheating. That's cheating. They shouldn't let me do that. Kansas City plus three and a half. Andy Ree going back to Philadelphia. KC on the two-game losing streak. And they're last in the division. Come on, guys. That's cheating. Don't give me plus three and a half. That's bad. That's shame on them. Alright, next one. One unit. Carolina, two-team teaser. Carolina plus eleven and a half. Baltimore, Denver game under 52 and 120 at the River Sports Book. Carolina, they were winning at halftime, I think, 14-13. And then they just turned the ball over and gave up a couple big plays. And then they fought back. Because why, guys? Dallas' defense is not disciplined. They don't have a good vocal leader on that defense. They don't. So they're not disciplined. They're not. They're sloppy. They give up late touchdowns. They're going to be a bet against for sure, for sure. And this week, I'm betting on the Giants because that back door is going to be open. The Giants will not lose by more than 17. They could. I don't think they're going to, though. Anyways, Carolina plus 11 and a half. They were down by, like, 20 in the third quarter. Game back, covered it. I think they only lost by seven. Baltimore-Denver, oh, stone cold under. Stone cold. Didn't even have to worry about that one. That one cashed easily. Four o'clock window, you're watching that game, you're like, man, that one cashed nice. All right, uh, a couple more plays, and we'll get to week five, guys. Thanks for bearing with me. All right, the next play, another two-team teaser, Buffalo minus nine and a half and Green Bay minus two. Buffalo took care of the Texans. The Texans try to stay around a little bit. They try to stay around a little bit. They were they were in there. But man, Davis Mills, he's he's awful. He's just awful. So yeah, Buffalo won 40 to nothing. That looked that cashed easily. Green Bay took care of business against the Steelers. I think they won by 10. And they were in control that entire game. That cashed easily. All right, the next two did not cash, guys, unfortunately. It was a three-team teaser, Tampa Bay plus three-and-a-half, Las Vegas plus 14-and-a-half, and and then the Rams plus seven-and-a-half. Out of all three of those plays, I did not expect the Rams to not cover. I know they came off of their big emotional win against Tampa Bay. I know they had the Thursday night look-ahead. But, man, come on, guys. You can't lose to Arizona. A rival, 3-0, a big clash. You guys really slept on Arizona that much? You, you lost by eight or more? Oh, that hurt. Even Las Vegas, 14 half, They lost by 14. That would have covered. That was minus 130 on FanDuel. Hate laying that much juice and losing. Hate it. That one hurt. Next uh, Next play. This one hurt too, guys. This one should have cashed. Um, Arizona plus 14 and a half. Three, three team teaser, by the way. Arizona, 14 and a half, 49ers plus eight and a half, and Denver plus 10 and a half. 49ers, Arizona covered Denver on the two-yard line. Four plays. 15 seconds or something. Had four straight passes to get it into the end zone. Cortland Sutton fell down. He, if he just, man, he fell down. His, his own teammate kind of bumped him a little bit too. Cortland Sutton should have scored. That would have been 13 without the extra point. Game, even if they missed the extra point, 23 13. That covers. It did not cover. And we were that close to another unit. That's all right. Live to fight another day. Minus 111 on FanDuel. We can take a minus one eleven loss. Last play of the week, cash three team teaser. Seahawks plus fourteen and a half. They won. Baltimore-Denver under fifty-five and a half. That was no sweat at all. And then Cleveland plus seven and a half. They won outright. So yeah, guys, really great week. Uh, seven and three on the week and 3.6 units last week we won which is great um we're 60 percent on the year 24 and a half and 16 plus 5.9 units looking to run it up this week so yeah guys let's do it week five here we are let's go thanks for staying with me this long if you've been listening this long Follow me on Twitter, at FreeNFLBets. Get the best lines that I get, okay? All right, let's get into it. I have five player props this week. And, guys, I might add another one. I might add another one tomorrow morning. I'm thinking about it. I have two that I'm really think, pondering about, but I have a lot of plays out this week. might just want to keep it with these 13 plays. First play, 9.30 a.m. game. Jamison Crowder for the Jets over four and a half receptions. I got it at minus 115 on Caesars. The line now is, a, I think, minus 150. I wouldn't play it at minus 150, guys. Let, let that one go. Um, basically, though, bottom line, even though Calvin Ridley's not playing for the Falcons, I feel good with this game being close. And if it's close, uh, just, yeah, quarterbacks like throwing to open receivers. And so... Basically, Jameson Crowder is the best guy on that team at creating separation. Atlanta has a bad secondary. They have an okay uh, run defense, and the Jets can't run the ball at all. So there's a lot of ways where this one leans for Crowder to get five receptions. I think he gets there. I feel pretty good about that one. Next one, we're going back to the well. Another one unit play. Mike Gasecki, over three and a half receptions. This one's juicy, minus 150, bet MGM. I think it's down to minus 135, so obviously I would still play it. This one, guys, keep it simple. Tampa Bay gives up the second most. uh, I know there's only a small sample size, four weeks in the NFL, but let's be honest, guys. Tampa Bay has a very bad pass secondary. Okay, and Antoine Winfield Jr., the safety for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, is not playing this week. And so, yeah, Mike Gusecki is going to draw a lot of favorable matchups. And the Dolphins will probably be behind a lot in this game as well. And Jacoby Brissett, going back to his days with Indianapolis when he was a starter for that entire season, loves to throw to tight ends. Guys, this one's going to cash easy. Um, I mean, looking at it, I mean, I might add another unit. If you want to play two units on that one, guys, cash Mike Gasecki, man. He's going to cash that. All right, next play. Another one unit play. Damien Harris over 14 and a half rushing attempts. Uh, I got this at minus 110. I think it's minus 125. It might even be more. It might be like minus 130 now. Um, I don't care how many offensive linemen are missing for the Patriots. In fact, I think this play works out more in our favor with all the offensive linemen missing. I think, one, the game be, could be a little bit closer. Um, two, they don't want to leave Mac Jones, who's got hit a lot this season already. He's got pressured and hit a lot this season. They want to protect him. They don't want him to get hurt. They don't want to go to their backup quarterback. I don't even know who he is. It might be Brian Hoyer. I have no idea. Anyways, they're going to want to run the ball. They're going to want to protect the game, protect Mac Jones, control the game. They're going to play good defense. Okay. Davis Mills, the quarterback for the Texans. He's not going to be able to move the ball. And if he does, it might be a little bit. But it's Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback. Guys, it's one of the safest bets in the history of the NFL. Take Bill Belichick playing a rookie quarterback and shutting him down. Sets up very advantageously for the Patriots to be in control of the game, which means a lot of rushing attempts for Damian Harris. Love that play. And the next play I love even more, 1.5-unit play. So not a one-unit play, 1.5-unit play. Kadarius Tony over four-and-a-half receptions, plus money, plus money, baby. you got to love plus money, especially when it hits. Plus 110 on DraftKings. I think it's still plus 105. If not, it's probably even money. Guys, same thing as before. If you, if you listen to the recap, um, Sterling Shepard's out again, guys. Sterling Shepard, the slot wide receiver, Daniel Jones' favorite target, is out again. Insert Kadarius Toney like last week. He led the team in targets. You see a trend here? Daniel Jones likes to throw to the slot wide receivers that get open. Kadarius Tony coming out of Florida. He's a rookie. What's his M.O.? He's called the Human Joystick. He shakes free. Very good at creating separation. Probably one of the best in the NFL, even as a rookie. He's that explosive. He's cat-like quick. He's going to get another nine uh, targets this week. And the game script works out perfectly, guys. They're probably going to be down. They're probably going to be behind chasing Dallas the entire game, which means Kadarius Tony's going to get five or more receptions. Mark it down. And just me even talking about it, I wish I put two units on it. So you guys can put two units on it. <clears throat> I'll play this minus 120 or under. All right, last player prop of the week is Trey Lance, quarterback for the 49ers, getting his first NFL start. The play is over seven and a half rushing attempts. This was minus 110 on Caesars. And... One unit play. So basically, guys, Kyle Shanahan is the offensive coordinator. Let's start there. There's so many reasons why I love this play, but let's start there. Kyle Shanahan's background, right? He was the offensive coordinator for his daddy in Washington when they had RG3. I did some research because that's what I do. I want to make sure these plays hit at a high percentage so I did some research. RG3 was 65% of the time had eight rushing attempts or more. When he started in 2012 or 2013, one of those seasons where he, uh, where uh where they went to the playoffs. Okay. So that's step number 1. Why I love this play. The number two reason why I like this play, George Kittle's not playing. Okay? that's a that's a that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Um So that's another trusted receiver that he doesn't have to throw to. Over the middle, easy throws. And so that brings me to my number three reason why I like this play. Trey Lance does not look comfortable throwing the ball guys. he's afraid to turn the ball over. When quarterbacks are afraid to turn the ball over, they do a couple things. One, they throw the ball out of bounds. Two, they throw the ball down and away at the feet of receivers or over their heads so that they don't give the defenders a chance to to catch the ball Or three, they tuck the ball down and run it. Trey Lance did a lot of tucking the ball down and running against the Seahawks in the second half last week. He had seven rushing attempts in one half last week. Um, I don't know. Maybe not necessarily one half because they usually run him in in game scenarios, so he might have ran a couple in the first half. But guys, anyways. Seven, and he started the second half. He's going to get to eight, guys. He's going to get to eight. I don't know enough, but there's so many reasons why he's going to get over seven and a half rushing attempts. So many reasons why. So many. Um, I want to do one and a half units, but since I don't know 100% sure, I haven't seen it. This is just a really, 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 really good hunch. Play it one unit. Play it safe. Smart bankroll management. Over seven and a half rushing attempts. Okay, so those are my five-player props for the week, guys. Let's get to my eight plays from my spread, teasers, and parlays. <clears throat> Excuse me. First play, one unit, Packers minus three. I got this at minus 125 on DraftKings on um, Tuesday. It's a bad line, guys. I mean, let's not get let's not ourselves here. It's a bad line, minus one twenty-five. I think I could have got this minus one hundred five. For some reason, I read the line wrong. I thought it was trending towards backwards, minus three and a half. So by the time that I wanted to bet it, um, all I saw were three and a halves. So I jumped the gun a little too early. Whatever, you know, I got I got a bad bet. I got a bad uh, ticket in my pocket. Whatever. I still like this to cash. I know there's so many... Like, look, guys, if you don't know anything about betting football, there's a lot of sharp angles, sharp analysis, what I guess they call sharp money, people who win long-term. Okay. They say don't bet short road favorites. They say that's not a a great bet. They also say um, at a conference, favorites playing on the road is not a good bet. So Packers are in the NFC, they're going to the AFC. Um, They say that's not a good bet either. They think that this is a lull spot for the Packers. They think the Packers are coming off two great wins. The one in San Francisco on Sunday night, and then last week against the Steelers when the Steelers were desperate for a win. Um, So they think this is a flat spot, and then they have the Bears next week. Bottom line, this bet is more of... I just think the Packers are better than the than the Bengals, just flat out. I think the Packers are better than the Bengals. So this is why. Even with Jair Alexander, the cornerback out for the Packers, I still feel comfortable with uh, the Packers' defense to make enough plays. Um, I think it's going to be high scoring, don't get me wrong. I, I think it's going to be a relatively close game, but I think the Packers are going to win, bottom line. Bottom line Um, Bengals barely beat Minnesota and then Pittsburgh's not very good and then they barely beat the Jags this one's just more of I think the Packers are going to win and that's just really all it is guys you know minus three is just protection I think they're going to win by more than three but not a blowout so yeah I don't know we'll see how that one goes out guys but let's get to the rest of these plays I got seven more plays for you um, this one is a 1.5 unit bet. I got Tampa Bay winning, Tampa Bay money line, New England winning, so the money line, and Minnesota winning. So three team teaser, minus 117 at the River Sportsbook. You can get this pretty much anywhere from minus 120. Tampa Bay's playing Miami. I like it, really like it i like Tampa Bay to take care of business. Jacoby Brissett does not stand a chance against that uh, front seven pass rush. He panics. Tampa Bay will create enough opportunities to win. Miami has a bad run defense. Let's keep that simple. Let's move on. New England, again, I don't care how many offensive linemen are missing, guys. I'll take Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback. They have every advantage except the offensive line. Guys, they'll find a way with that offensive line against Houston. I feel great about that one. Um, next one is Minnesota against the Lions. Minnesota's 1-3. They're just a the better team. The Lions' defense is awful, just really, really bad. Minnesota's defense isn't that great, but they've been playing a touch better here and there the past two weeks. I like them to take care of business at home. I like that one a lot, guys. That's why it's 1.5 units. All right, next play. Play three of the spread teasers section. Excuse me, guys. Two-team teaser. I really like this one a lot, guys. Um, I only put one unit on it. It's Buffalo plus 10, and then Baltimore Indy total under 52.5. So if you don't know the total key numbers, guys. Let me go over them really quickly with you. And then I'll kind of share my insight on why I picked these numbers. Um, 40 and 41 are key numbers. 43, 47, 51, and 55. So those are kind of the, the main ones, right? So really 40, 41, 47, 51 you can sprinkle 43 and 55 in there Excuse me guys, sorry Um, So yeah, when I'm picking these totals guys, I like 51 because that's such a key number and I like Over 40 and a half Um, Especially if I think the game's gonna go over I mean, you know, I know 40 is a key number if I can get 40 on the dot and take the push I'll take 40 on the dot. So when I'm looking for unders, I'm looking under 51 and a half, 52 and a half for insurance. 28 24 is 52. You know, games do end 28-24. I like 52 and a half, but I look for 55 and a half, 52 and a half, 51 and a half. So if I can get any total with 51, 52, and 55, and I can bet the under and I like that under, oh man, I'm all over that. All over that guys. For the over. If I can get 40, uh, 40 and a half, um, I love that. Sometimes I'll even go 46 and a half if I just really think it's going to be a shootout. And sometimes I even go 42 and a half. I know that's not the smartest number, but sometimes I go 42 and a half. So, yeah, it's kind of my thoughts on that. But, anyways, back to this one Buffalo plus 10. I like this spot a lot. Buffalo's defense is better than Kansas City. I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo wins this outright. Um, Buffalo is going back to the place where that ended their season last year. They've had this one circled. They're passionate. If you don't think they're not going to get up for this game, you're just freaking crazy. I mean, guys, they have a very prideful group in Buffalo. They have remembered this one. They're coming in here for blood. Okay. They could lose this game. I don't see them losing this game by uh, more than 10, so that's why the plus 10 is there. If they lose by 10, we'll push. We'll live to see another day. But I I doubt it, guys. I think this one's going to be a one-possession game. And then I coupled that with Baltimore Indy under 52.5. Guys, I have no idea why the Baltimore Indy game is uh, 46 total, 46 the total or something like that. I don't know why. Um... Anyways, why I like this play. Carson Wentz has to be mobile to be very good. Okay, if he has to stay in the pocket, he's not great. <clears throat> he's not great at throwing the ball. I found that out last year when I was betting the Eagles for some stupid reason. Okay, and I figured it out, and I was like, man, Carson Wentz, if nothing's there... He runs around like a weirdo just panicking and his body's all over the place and stuff. It's not a pretty sight, guys. It's not a pretty sight. But guess what? He can't do that right now. And guess what? Baltimore has a slightly better pass rush than Miami does. Okay? And even last week, Indy scored points because Miami turned the ball over. I don't think Baltimore's going to turn the ball over. So... I'll be shocked if Indy scores more than 21 points. And, and even if they do, guys, think about it. If they score 24 and Baltimore scores 28, this still goes under. Still goes under. That's why I love this play so much. I mean, I really should have put, made this one one-and-a-half units. Um, yeah, Baltimore, same deal. So Darius Leonard, the linebacker, the Pro Bowl, all-pro linebacker for the Colts, he's playing. He was a little bit injured. I think they're just missing Quidipe and out uh, of the cornerback and defensive end for the Colts. Everybody else, they're playing. They're ready to go. They're 1-3. and three. They're a hungry football team. They got a lot of pride. Matt Ibraflus, the defense coordinator for the Colts. Um, he's big on pride. He's an old-school guy. He wants the team to play fast and physical. They're going to play fast and physical. This game last year was like a 19-12 game. I mean, this Barely snuck over 30 points. So we're to get 46 points. Oh, man. Awful line, guys. Awful line. If you just want to play 46 and a half under, I don't even blame you for that, honestly. Um, Okay, so that was the third play. That was the two-team teaser. Let's get to the next play. This one is a 1.5-unit play. I like this play a lot. It's Carolina. It's a three team teaser. Well, I guess there's two uh, totals and one team side. It's Carolina plus seven and a half with Green Bay Cincinnati over 40 total points and then Baltimore ND under 55 and a half points. So, guys, we got three more points with Baltimore ND under 55 and a half. You already know why I love that. I mean, that's crazy. The game finished 28 27. Just crazy. That game's not – that game's – guys, if there's, if there's anything that's my most confident play this week, it's that going under 52-and-a-half, 55-and-a-half. I'll just leave it at that. Um, Green Bay, Cincinnati, over 40 points. <clears throat> I like Green Bay to, sh- to show Cincinnati defense like, hey, no, this is, this is what an elite offense, NFL offense, looks like. They haven't been tested yet. They're going to get tested one of these teams is going to score over 23 points. Um, yeah, easily. And the other one's going to score 17. So, I mean, that's just as simple as that. Jair Alexander's not playing. Cincinnati has two very good pass-blocking tackles. So, Joe is going to have time to throw the ball against these less-than-average or experienced cornerbacks. I like what I've seen from Stokes so far, the rookie, cornerback for the Packers. I've liked what I've seen. And I'm actually a Kevin King fan. I know a lot of people hate on him, understandably so. He gives up, he gave a lot of bad plays in the NFC Championship game. He's always on the injury report. I get it. But he's talented. <clears throat> Kevin King's talented, guys. But still, with all that said, Sharon uh, Sullivan, the slot cornerback. I mean, guys, T. Higgins. Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase. They're going to move the ball. They're going to score points. Packers defense always gives up points. Love that play. Over 40. And then Carolina at home against the Eagles. I know McCaffrey's not playing. I don't care. I know Shaq Thompson's not playing. I actually care a little bit about that one. I like Shaq Thompson a lot. Uh, But with that said... Everybody else is a go. Um, I don't know about Yeter, Gross Matos, but everybody else is a go on that defense. I know C.J. Henderson looked bad last week. Um, But if there's one thing I like, guys, I like Matt Rule. I like his intensity. I like how this team plays lights out at home. I know they lost a couple bad games last year at home, but they also played really hard, and and they're going to this week too. Other reason I like this, Philadelphia is in a really bad scheduling spot coming off of Kansas City and uh, the Monday night game at Dallas. And then guess who they have on Thursday night? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Awful, awful spot for Philly, and they have to travel this week. So if anything, this one's more of, yes, I, I think Carolina's the better team in general, so it doesn't even really change my mind on this. But then add in Carolina coming off of a bad loss. Um, and then the Eagles playing on Thursday night at home against Tampa Bay. And then they're on the road, it's just really bad scheduling spot for the Eagles. Really bad. I think they'll play hard. I think Carolina will punch them in the mouth and keep punching them on the mouth and keep punching them in the mouth and win this game. Plus 7.5 is just added, added insurance. I think that's great. I love that play, guys. 1.5 unit for a reason. Okay, four plays left. <clears throat> Thanks for listening, guys. And, again, it's free. It's just it's free, guys. I'm literally giving away free winning picks this year. That's how confident I am. That's how confident I am. Free winning picks. Share with your friends. Share with your family. Let's all make this money, guys. It's free. I'm giving out free picks. All right, next play. One unit. Guys, you're going to love this play. I mean, anybody just knows football and you're just sitting here and you're you're listening to this or watching me on YouTube – and you're like, why didn't I think of this? Why didn't I think of this? The play is Green Bay, plus 7.5. Los Angeles Chargers, plus 7.5. Kansas City Chiefs, plus 7.5. Three-team teaser. Three teams that I think are going to win. And I get a touchdown and an extra point with them. Minus 117 on FanDuel. Guys, it, best lines on FanDuel. I checked four other sports books. It was all in the minus-130s. Why FanDuel is at minus-117? No idea. No idea at all. But it is at minus-117. Go grab it. <clears throat> so, yeah, you know why I like Green Bay. The Chargers, I like them. I think they're going to beat the Browns. Baker Mayfield has, like, the torn labrum and his non-throwing shoulder, but he's just not somebody you like betting on anyways. Uh you don't want to bet Baker, you don't want to bet the Browns unless they're playing the Vikings last week, which I did. I bet the Browns then. But any other week against a competent team with good coaching and and talented players, no, I don't want to bet the Browns and Baker Mayfield. Now, look, they could run all over the Chargers, right, because the Chargers can't stop the run well. And what do the Cleveland Browns do? They're the best at running the ball in the NFL. And... That means you don't have to rely on Baker Mayfield. But um, the Chargers are just the more healthy team. Let's just put it that way, guys. So are the more healthy team. I uh, like their defensive coaching better, even though the Browns have been playing better defense. Um, Brandon Staley, in my opinion, is the best defensive mind in the NFL right now. He just is. Um, and they're healthy. Chris Harris Jr. is back this week. Asante Samuel Jr. has been playing well. Derwin James has been playing well. Michael Davis playing well. <clears throat> they need to stop the run, though. That's the thing. So I think it's close. But the Chargers offensive line given Herbert some time. Herbert's very good. That secondary for the bounce hasn't been tested um, except for week one. And guess what? They lost that game. I know they were winning the whole game, but it was a close game. I like that one a lot, guys. I like that. And then the Chiefs, plus seven and a half. They're at home. Guys, they're last place in the division. Really bad um, timing for the Bills. Really bad. Do I think the Bills could still win? Yeah, I still think the Bills can win, for sure. But it's going to be close. (laughs) If, If the Bills win, I don't think they're running away with this one. I really don't. Kansas City's last in the division. Kansas City, in my opinion, is going to win the division unless the Chargers just go off on a tear, which could happen. But anyways, Kansas City needs to keep pace. They can't afford they can't afford to go down two and three. Now, they could, but what that means is they're going to play tough. They're going to play hard. They're going to play fast. Um, I think Chris Jones, the stud defense alignment, is going to play. He had a wrist problem, but he should play. He should play. I think they're just really trying to nurse that thing and make sure it doesn't get aggravated anymore. But uh, Andy Reid said that they're being cautious with it. But, every, but guys, everybody else is playing. And that Chiefs defense is talented. They just, they just give up plays, man. They give up plays. But they're talented. They're talented. So they have enough talent to <clears throat> slow down Josh Allen. And then Patty Mahomes is just Patty Mahomes, man. He's incredible. I like the Chiefs to win a very close one. I like them plus seven and a half there. All right, next play. Another three-leg parlay, teaser, whatever you want to call it, one unit. I have Arizona. Excuse me, guys. Arizona plus three and a half. Then Kansas City Buffalo over 46 and a half total points and then Cincinnati plus 14 and a half minus 115 on FanDuel I know Arizona's coming off a big win last week and this, they might come up flat and you know San Francisco might rally behind um, Trey Lance and they handled um, Arizona last year when Arizona needed a win at home Arizona lost to the 49ers last year. And that was with uh, (coughs) C.J. Beathard at quarterback for the 49ers. Guys, this one's going to mean a lot to Arizona. I don't don't think they're going to sleep on this one. I think they're going to win this game. Um, I didn't have the balls to pick them on a two-team teaser, say with like Baltimore, Baltimore to win, Arizona to win. I didn't have it. I feel like I wish I had it because I think that's going to happen. But give me a field goal <clears throat> with some with a little bit of buffer room. I like Arizona to not lose by four or more. Kansas City Buffalo over 46 and a half. Guys, this one's this one is predicated on the Kansas City Chiefs defense <clears throat> and Buffalo's anger from last season um, in the playoffs. Buffalo's gonna score 20, 23 points. So what does that mean for Kansas City? That means Kansas City will find a way to score 20, 23 points as well. Um, I think winner is going to get into the 30s in this game. So I think it's going over 50 total points for sure. Um, and, again, that's because I think Buffalo is going to make this pace fast, and I think Kansas City is going to have to keep up, or they're going to be in the lead, and Buffalo is going to keep tying the game. That's how I see this playing out. Buffalo's gonna be focused, locked in. Josh Allen had his worst game of the season practically last year against Kansas City in the playoffs. They're gonna be all systems go, guys. This team's going over 46 and a half. I don't I usually don't like teasing totals with only 46 and a half unless I just feel so confident it's gonna go over. This is one of those spots you gotta feel confident it's gonna go over 46.5. <clears throat> last play, Cincinnati plus 14 and a half on this three-leg teaser. Alex Cincinnati to keep pace. Uh, Green Bay doesn't blow teams out like that. I mean, even with the Lions, uh, Jared Goff had a chance to keep it relatively close. And, yeah, I mean, just simple. Joe Burrow's very competitive, and he has a great w- receiving core. They should be able to keep this close. Green Bay defense gives up points. Cincinnati losing by 15 or more? I Don't see that. Not at home. I And, and they had 10 days rest into review this game, I, I I don't see that, guys. I really like that play, plus 14 and a half. I like that one a lot. All right, next play, and then we have one more after that. So two more left, guys. Uh, one unit, New England-Houston under 48 and a half. New York Giants plus 17 and a half. And then the New York Jets plus 14 and a half. This is minus 115 on the Rivers Sportsbook. <coughs> I like this one. It makes me feel a little on edge, honestly. It makes me feel a little bit nervous, but the numbers add up. The juice is right, and it should hit. New England's not looking to blow out Houston. They're not. They're not. They want to win the game, control the game, milk the clock out. That's Bill Belichick. He doesn't want to run the game up. He just doesn't. Houston is... Awful on offense because Davis Mills is their quarterback. Bill Belichick is great against rookie quarterbacks; he'll confuse him to death. Um, Davis Mills just looks scared. He looks scared. He looks very scared at the moment, and I don't see that going well for Houston. I'd be shocked if they get to four If, if they get to 17 points, I'll be shocked. And even if they get to 17 points and New England gets to 30 somehow, that's 47. I don't see them getting over 30, 49 points. I don't see it. The New York Giants is the next play, plus 17 and a half. This plays more of on Dallas defense, guys. I not a believer, still not a believer. I think Gus Bradley has a great sorry, not Gus Bradley, Dan Quinn. I know Dan Quinn has a better identity in Dallas with the defense, and it's shown. They're 3-1, and could be 4-0. and They look good. They've played high-quality competition, and they've created turnovers, and they've created pressure, and they're aggressive, and they're getting after it. It's great, but still, just talent-wise, they're lacking it, especially against stopping the run Teams haven't had teams haven't had a chance to run the uh, haven't had a chance to run the ball against this defense because they've always been playing catch up. But you can run the ball on this defense. But just in general, you can pass on this defense all day long, guys, all day long. And Daniel Jones is looking pretty confident back there, actually, and he has weapons to throw the ball to: uh, Kadarius Tony, Kenny Galladay, uh, Evan Ingram. I think he's playing this week, Saquon Barkley, John Ross. He has weapons. He has more than enough weapons to move the ball down the field and score. Um, Again, I feel a little queasy about this play, but the numbers are there, and division game, 425 start, two big markets. Big game for the Giants, coming with a little bit of momentum. Um, and the Giants defense, they're not as good last year as they were this year, I think, so far, but um, they can create some havoc against Dak. They can keep it somewhat close. I, I like that play, guys. I really do. I don't think the Giants lose by more than 18. Then last leg of this teaser, the Jets plus 14 and a half in London, Ingerland. Ingerland. In London, England, guys. The Jets are taking on the Falcons without Calvin Ridley and without Russell Gage. So, the Falcons are pretty good at stopping the run. They're not good at stopping the pass. Zach Wilson uh, caught his groove with the pass. With the with the, with the pass. Yeah, he caught his groove with the pass. He caught his groove passing the ball. Elijah Moore's back this week. They got Jameson Crowder. They got Corey Davis. They got They got people, man. They got enough people to give Atlanta some problems. Um, I think the Jets are going to win this game outright. Um, I don't feel super confident about that just because Zach Wilson, I need to see how he handles all these moments. Um, But, yeah, Matt Ryan – Um, the Jets actually are pretty good against the pass defense. Why? Because Robert Sala is the head coach, and he has his defense in there, and it's his system. I think they've only given up two passing touchdowns this season. So the Jets have some moxie. They have some moxie. They shouldn't lose by more than 14. I like that three. That's my New England. That's my, uh, I don't know, fall clam chowder, parlay. That's that's my New England parlay. Both New York teams and the Patriots game. Put it all on a teaser, put it in a pot, and we're cashing that ticket. Okay, last play, guys. Small play. It's .3 units. a four-leg parlay. Just money line teams. Um, that I don't feel super great to tease, but I do think all of them win, and it's plus 271 on DraftKings. Just Baltimore to win, Tennessee to win, Las Vegas to win, Dallas to win. So very square, small risk for pretty high reward to basically win one unit. Uh, I like Baltimore against Indy. I think they're the better team. I think that they're at home, Monday Night Football. Um, Andrew Luck is just, you know, I'm happy to bet against them, against a good defense. I like that. Tennessee against Jacksonville, A.J. Brown's playing this week. Uh, Such a big distraction with Urban Meyer. I mean, they'll probably play hard for him, I guess. I don't know. There's reports that the locker room is in crisis. I don't really buy that. Um, Tennessee has a lot of injuries, too, on defense. But still, with all that said, I I think Tennessee bounces back here, and they're not going to take the Jacks for granted. They're going to play hard this week. And they find a way to win. Las Vegas at home against the Bears coming off that Monday night loss. Uh, Excuse me, guys. Uh, Las Vegas playing Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields. He looked good throwing the ball down the field, right? But he's not accurate short. He's not accurate. He's not confident throwing the ball short. David Montgomery's not playing. That's pretty big. David Montgomery looked like a top ten running back through the first four weeks of the season. Maybe even top five running the ball, catching it. I dare say top five. Yes, I do dare say that. Um, I like Las Vegas at home here, just plain and simple. Akeem Hicks isn't playing, I don't think, for the Bears. I think the, I think they move the ball on this defense. Jared Goff was able to move the ball on this defense on the road. So I like, I like the Raiders to bounce back here and find a way to win against a rookie quarterback. Um, Dallas, we kind of talked about it. I think Dallas is the better team. I think they win. I think the Giants keep it a little closer than people think. It's just a really good feeling on me, and not not much else there to it. I mean, Dallas is just more talented. Um, I like them to find a way to win. So, yeah, it's .3 units, guys, plus 271 odds. So, yeah. So those are my plays for the weeks, uh, for the week five slate, guys. We're at fifty-one minutes. So now, what I like to do next is I'm picking all my spread plays, and I'm picking um, my top three spread plays and the top three over/under plays f- for the week, and then I'm picking the I'm tracking the top three public plays. And then I'm tracking the three highest overs for every week, three lowest totals in every week, and then the bye week plays, seeing how teams perform before the bye and after the bye. So if you want to stick with me, I do have a lot of great information. I do a lot of work on this, guys. So if you want to stick with me, stick with me. Um, Yeah, I'll go through all these plays, and you can see how I'm tracking this year with every spread pick, every uh, over-under play. And then also... Just a whole bunch of information that I've been tracking to see, like, hey, make us better bettors and find a different angle and edge that we can place easy bets that cash tickets. So let's get to it. Um, Week five. Week five. All right, let me pull this up. And. Okay, so the Jets plus three, I'll take that all day. Jets plus three and over 45. I don't know if it's going to go over 45, but I'll take over 45. I think it gets there. Miami, Tampa, Tampa minus 10. I actually think Tampa covers that, guys. I think they cover minus 10. I think they frustrate Brissett again. Um, totals 48. I don't know. Should, did we go under that? 30, 16. I'm going to go under 48. Philadelphia, Carolina. You guys know I like Carolina minus 3. I already spoke about that. Over, underwise, 46. Man, I could see this game going under, but it feels like an over. Everything's telling me it's over, so I'm going to go over 46. Washington, New Orleans. I like New Orleans to win this game, guys. I wanted to put them on a ticket. I just couldn't pull the trigger. Uh, minus 2.5. And, and then over-under is 43, only 43. Huh, I mean... I'm going over 43, guys. I mean, these teams put up points, and the defenses are a little suspect. Tennessee, Jacksonville. Uh, I got Tennessee minus four and a half, and then over unders 48 and a half. I'll go, I'll go over 48. I actually like that one to go over pretty easily. Now that I'm thinking about that, I don't know why I didn't add that to one of my plays. I think that one actually goes over. No problem. Um, Detroit, Minnesota. Yeah, I'll go Minnesota minus 10. I'm not a believer in Jericho. Never will be. Never really have been. Uh, over under 49 and a half. I'm going to go under 49 and a half. Whoa. 49 and a half, 40. Nine and a half. Okay. Uh, I got Pittsburgh winning, guys. I'll take the point. I'll take two points. Pitt plus two. I think they rally and they find a way. I find I think they find a gritty win. I'll go under 39 and a half. <clears throat> Green Bay, Cincinnati. Right, you guys already know I got Green Bay minus three and then the over under i have um, over 50 i see a 50 i'll take the 50 uh, new england i got i got new england covering that minus 8 minus 8 and then i'll got under 39 under 39 and a half Okay, Las Vegas, Chicago. I'll go LV, minus five and a half. Taking a lot of favorites this week. And then total, um, I'll go over 45. I kind of like over 45 there. All right, what's next? Keep it coming, keep it coming. I like the Chargers, guys. I really like the Chargers. LAC, minus two and a half. And then, man, I keep going back and forth on what I think. I think it goes to over 47. Uh, Giants, Dallas. I'll go Giants to cover plus seven. I don't know. I just feel it. Keep it close. Uh, over 52. I'll go over 52. And then what's next? San Francisco Arizona I would take a Z minus five and then the over under I'll go over I'll go under 48 49 I see 49 I'll take the 49 all right what's next Buffalo Kansas City I like Kansas City to win I'll take the minus two and a half on MGM KC minus 2.5 and I'm going over 56 and a half shootout. All right, last game Baltimore Indy. I'll give Indy covering that for some reason, I don't know why. I'll give them I'll make them cover the 7. And then I got under 46 and a half. Okay. So those are my spread and over under plays. Oh, and by the way, this past Thursday I did have the RAM. So that one uh, minus two point five, and then I had the what did I have? I had the over the under. I had under. I think it was high total two fifty five. That one cashed. Okay, so my top three spread plays for the week would be this if I was doing such a thing. I would take Green Bay, minus 3. I'd take Carolina, minus 3. And I'd take LA Chargers, minus 2.5. That's it. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Let's see. The over-unders, I mean, I'm definitely taking... uh, New England, under... So thirty nine point five, yeah, thirty nine point five. I like that one a lot. And then I'll go. Um, hmm. I mean, I gotta do Baltimore under Baltimore Indy game under forty six and a half. And then my last over-under play of the week. Oh, yeah, Green Bay Cincinnati over 50. Yeah, I see 50. Okay, so over 50. Yeah, those those are my top three spreads and totals plays. Alright, the top three public games of the week are. Let's see. Let's find out. Scores and odds. Let's find out here. Okay, NFL odds. Man, they used to have it on here. I don't know why they don't have it on here anymore. Let me find somewhere else, guys. Just a second. Bear with me. See who the top three public plays are. See how they do this week. Um, Let me see. I'm surprised I can't see percentage of bets. Okay it, guys. I think I found it. Yep, I found it. No, is this not it still? I'm sorry, guys. Bear with me, bear with me. I think I found one here. Okay. No, it's not working either. We might skip this section, guys. I'll have to get back to you on this one, maybe. I do want to keep this going. Oh, I think this definitely has it. Let me see. Ah, huh, I can't see anything, guys. I can't, it's not showing me where the money's at. Uh, l- let me try that one side again really quickly, and then we'll move on. Uh, picks. Let me see the money line. Money line's not working. Maybe if I expand it. Nah, that's a shame. Sorry, guys. Sorry, we're just gonna we're gonna keep chugging. I'll update it, guys. I'll find it and I'll update it. Uh, okay, so this one's really interesting, guys. If you were to bet the three highest totals over for the entire season, you would be profitable. And the unders, if you bet if you bet the the lowest three totals under this season, you'd be 10-2 and to the under. So you'd win a lot of money. So let me do this. Let's see what the top three. And I'll include Thursday night on this, by the way. I don't do that. So let's do the top three. Overs, highest totals. So obviously, it's going to be Cincinnati Green Bay, Giants, Dallas, and Buffalo, Kansas City. Okay, so Green Bay. Game over. 50, uh, the Kansas City game over 56 and a half, and then the Dallas game over 52. Okay, but the three lowest totals is New England under 39 and a half. And then we have... The Pitt-Denver game, obviously, Pitt under 39 and a half. And then I think it's the Washington game, right? Washington, 43s, can anybody beat 43? 43s, anybody? Nope, that's it. Under 43 and a a half in there? Oh, I see a 44. Yeah, I'll take 44. Okay. And then let's track the bye week plays, guys. So this is finally getting into effect. So I want to see how the teams do when they're playing with a bye week. So I guess for tracking purposes, I won't count anybody who's – Um, playing against another team that has a bye week. So I won't include the Jets or the Falcons this week because that's just skewed data. I want to see a team that's playing on the bye next week. I mean, that has a bye next week and how they're going to play. And then also we'll check to see how those teams play coming off of the bye. So let's see here. So we have the Saints and the 49ers. So Saints and 49ers coming off of going, uh their next week is a buy and to buy first WFT going into buy versus AZ okay so we'll check that guys and we'll keep that t- running tally for the year but um, we're at a minute five so great I didn't go too long. thanks for listening everybody we're gonna cash tickets tomorrow feel very confident in that. Um, If you listen this far, guys, I have a really good offer for people in certain states regarding uh, deposit match bonuses. So please direct message me on Twitter, and I can help you out with that. I can help you set up accounts and get more deposit money matched back. So yeah, hit me up on that uh, at Twitter, and yeah, we can go from there, guys. But anyways... Thanks for listening. I'm really tired. I put so much effort into this every single week, guys. I mean, I'm up to 1130 every night after work, and I have a child. Um, I'm really busting my butt with this, so I feel great about it, and I'm ready to really have a great season this year. So, yeah, guys, tail me, tail these plays, and let's cash tickets. Thanks for listening, everybody.